So you want someone who's really going to teach you this stuff. And then if they manage the money for you and take you through retirement through a plan, you need to have a fiduciary that's not getting you know, incentivized to do something else to benefit themselves. Welcome to the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast with former professional baseball player and now financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management, Ryan Ledman. This show will help you make the right financial decisions so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement. Here's the wind-up and the delivery. Welcome in to Perfect Game Retirement. As the show name indicates, we talk a lot about baseball on the show, and it's perfect, Ryan, that today we're going to gonna make those parallels between the sport that you love and, well, the job that you do every single day. So it's going to be a perfect blend, I think, in, in putting together this conversation and kind of giving people a different perspective on financial planning. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's uh, both topics of, of work and, and baseball merge together pretty good, but maybe... Uh, doing a, a baseball topic by the time this is released <laughs> that baseball will be be playing again and and I know there's a lot of people out there who take sides um, obviously yeah. being a former player I'm going to take the sides of the players on this um, and I don't know all the details so you know but I am going to support the player side on on this one because some of the owners and I know the the commissioner are not the the easiest people to deal with uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna side with the players on this one yeah, we'll see. We're recording this in uh, mid-March, but this episode is going to air April 21st, Ryan. I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> Do you think baseball will be played April 21st when this comes out? Yes. Okay. I do. I do. Okay. I hope so. I know a lot of people hope so, especially the Braves fans. But, hey, you know, you've got the trophy, right? If you missed the season, <laughs> yeah. well, you've got it for next year. So a good time, I guess, to have won it. But we're going to talk today about you know this home run retirement planning idea. So there's a lot of different baseball principles that Ryan's very familiar with. That you you know if you played baseball or your children play baseball, you're probably familiar with as well. But we want to kind of look at them from a financial planning perspective and apply some of those ideas and some of those principles to our uh, retirement portfolio in order to have long term success. So let's start off with it's all about home runs. Ryan, and as a pitcher, you didn't like giving them up, I know. <laughs> but you know, we, we talk about as fans, oh, we love the home run. But when you're a player on a team and you're a manager of a team, it's not about hitting home runs, right? It's about doing the little things, the sacrifices, right? The moving uh, station to station. It, it, those things add up to success long term more so than trying to swing for the fences every time. Yeah, it is. And especially, I mean, you could almost make an argument that today's game um, is about the long ball. Uh, I mean, you have, you know, players that are just specifically trained and you hear all these terms launch angle for those of you who aren't well versed (laughs) in baseball talking about the swing plane and how the ball comes off the bat. And, you know, you have you have hitting instructors teaching, you know, 10 year olds uh, about launch angle. I'm like, you know, I'm in my mid 40s, so some people may call me an old fart, but you know, teaching the proper swing early is the key. And then as they get older and get stronger, okay, if you want to lift the ball, I get it. Um, but when it comes to retirement planning, uh, it, it isn't about the home runs. You, you hear the the kind of glory stories of, oh, I bought this particular stock and it's gone to this. And there's a, what, what's the commercial now where a guy's like, I'm a millionaire. And then like three seconds later, he's like, I'm not a millionaire. <laughs> I'm a millionaire. Cause it's talking about crypto. Yeah. Um, you know, as volatile as that is. So you're going to hear stories about that and no oh, I got in early and oh I sold out and 
you know, I can retire now at this age. It's, it's really not about the home runs. Uh, it gets the headlines, no doubt. I mean, even you watch SportsCenter, and it's funny how – I mean, I pay attention to this all the time. When they start doing baseball highlights, it, it'll show like three or four home runs on the highlight reel, and the final score is like four to three. I'm like – yeah, you would have thought it was like fifteen to twelve or something like that, but it was four to three. So like the pitchers dominated that game, and and I'm biased because I used to be a pitcher, but but you see what makes the headlines and what what does not the the singles, the bunting somebody over, um, taking an extra base on the balls in the dirt from the catcher, like that that doesn't make headlines, but that is where. If you really know the game very well and appreciate the game, that's the game within the game that most people don't see and how it comes to fruition over the long season, you're, it's, it's going to tell and, and those things are going to show. So proper planning and doing the small little things like starting early, opening accounts, whether it's putting 50 bucks a month in that thing, just getting it. The hardest part is getting started. That's mm -hmm. it opening accounts, starting investing, and it's so much easier to change those dollar amounts over time. So the term small ball, which you don't hear a lot in baseball, it, it's about getting those singles and doubles and sing, and you just keep mounting, mounting those things up and it snowballs. And then going back to a baseball uh, comparison here, you know, when I was pitching, it was almost like when, a, when, when someone would hit a home run, of course, again, you never wanted to give up a home run, but especially with guys on base, once they hit the home run, then it's like a fr it's like a fresh start. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, nobody on. You know, let's just let's start now. Whereas if they just keep getting a single, bunt guys over, steal a base in first and third, and they just keep putting, you know, then a double happens and there's a run. Like that's more stressful <laughs> to yeah. a pitcher, but that's what creates success. And that's what creates success in people's investments is doing those small little things over time and they build up, but we're in a society of, Hey, we want instant gratification. And so it's not about the home runs and that's what a home run is. It is about instant gratification, but a solid retirement is not, is not built that way. If you built a retirement on home runs, it's going to be a lot of sleepless nights. Yeah, no, there's no question. All right, here's our second one. It's not all about appearances. And if you think to the way that people scout, right, and, and especially it's not just baseball, it's most sports. Like the traditional way has always been, man, look, you know, look at their stats, look at their body, look at their makeup, look at their build. Like they look the part, right? You hear mm -hmm. that quite a bit. They look the part. But, you know, you think to the to the book Moneyball, which I know I know you've seen and, and most people have. It was one of the most popular movies of the year. It came out, received 13 Oscar nominations, and it talked about Billy Bean uh, building the Oakland A's through data and analytics and, and, and statistics, which went against everything that baseball had traditionally done. And retirement planning is very similar in that. It's not all about appearance. It's not all about the huge stack of, of, a, of a financial plan. You try to keep it simple. I know we talked about that before. These sales materials, all these you know slick sales people that are out there, it's more important to work with someone that's, that's willing to help you understand the numbers, right? Place an emphasis on logic and math rather than emotions like fear and greed. Absolutely. I mean, the, the movie and book, uh, Moneyball, I mean, obviously spectacular movie, but I kind of felt like that was kind of a little bit me. Now I was not a first round pick like Billy Bean was, but I looked apart. Um, I was a conversion guy. I played a position. I played third and I played outfield, but I was drafted as a pitcher. Um, I think I logged two innings in high school um, as a pitcher because I was a good infielder, good position player. We had good 
high school pitchers on our team. So I was, wasn't really needed, and I really didn't have the desire. But, you know, being 6'4 and throwing really hard from third base, you know, you have the – but that's that's kind of – so I felt like I was kind of a part of that Billy Bean story. Like, you know, you have the you have the looks, but, you know, it may not produce um, on the field. And, you know, it, it, in the grand scheme of things, it, it didn't it didn't work out because I played six years and that was it, um, just like Billy Bean did. I mean, he, he stayed longer than I did, but he, he beat around for a while before finally was like – I was not meant to do this. I'm meant to do something else. And he found his calling. So, yeah, I mean, when it comes to retirement planning, um, but yeah, having slick sales uh, dinner seminars, I mean, we don't do any of those. I I mean, and there's plenty of of really good advisors out there who do that. uh, And that's fine. That's what's great about our business. You can build it any way you want to. But getting these, uh, you know, fancy brochures and these great graphs that, that show, you know, certain things when the market does this oh your you know your money doesn't go down it does this but then when it goes up it you know a lot of that is just is is sales it's sales uh so you truly want a fiduciary or somebody who really again using dave ramsey's terminology has the heart of a teacher and they teach you this stuff first and they teach you the pros and cons of every single strategy because there is a pro and con in every single thing. There is no silver bullet. If there was a silver bullet, then we wouldn't. I wouldn't have a job. It would be very easy to do. Oh, put all your money here and do this, and you'll be fine. So there's so many different nuances uh, to that, and, and and not getting caught up in the the shiny new thing. Uh, you know, like again, crypto. That's that's the shiny new thing right now. Um, mm-hmm. I still I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, I think it's here to stay, but. I don't get into that stuff. Uh, when people panic, I had someone, I had someone call our office who's not even a client asking me to buy gold for him. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> One, I don't believe in it. But two, I can't. You're not a client, so I don't know what you're trying to do or <laughs> think that people are all of a sudden going to start using gold bars for for currency. It's just not not the case. So just staying with the plan, staying with the 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 path that's laid out before you and not getting caught by that shiny new object. Um, you know, find someone who's willing to teach you this stuff, have a big whiteboard in a conference room and show you, okay, if we do this, here's the good things about it. But you are giving up something by doing this. Here's what you're giving up. All right, you don't like that strategy? Okay, let's go to this one. All right, here's the positives of it. Here's the negative of it. So you want someone who's really going to teach you this stuff and then if they manage the money for you and take you through retirement through a plan, you need to have a fiduciary that's not getting you know incentivized to do something else to benefit themselves. All right, let's talk five tool players. Um, this is very, very uh, catchy thing to say in baseball, and it's it's very true, right? You're 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 analyzing a player based on their five different tools. It's kind of the way they've been classified: running, arm strength hitting for average, hitting for power, and your fielding ability. If you're a five-tool player, obviously, that's as good as it gets. So when you look at your retirement plan, what are the five tools you'd say to kind of make sure your your money is accomplishing what you want it to? Yeah, I mean, there's several different that you could, but trying to, to, trying to nail them down to these, to these five. Um, you know, again, being a Dave Ramsey advisor, he talks a lot about emergency funds. Uh, you got to have that emergency fund in place because – something's going to happen. Some, some kind of emergency is going to happen that's out of the realm of your everyday budget. And some people keep two emergency funds. What I mean by that is emergency fund one is for the catastrophic, like, you know, 
your account value is going, losing 30%. Okay, we may have to use some money in our emergency fund or Social Security going bankrupt. All right, there's an emergency, <laughs> you know, um, but then you have a emergency fund number two. This, uh, this isn't for everybody, but some people, that emergency fund may be, you know, your heating and air system goes out, uh, the engine in your car goes out. Those are not life-threatening emergencies, but those are things that are like, eh, okay, I don't want to dip into my emergency fund for the catastrophic, but this is pretty painful, so I need to dip into this. So if you want to keep two separate ones, that's another another thing to look at. So keep it an emergency fund because they will happen. It's just a matter of when and how impactful they are. And if you don't have an emergency fund, then you're going to start taking it out of your investment account, which is not a part of your plan. Uh, and you may take it out when the market's down and you may be taking it out of a pre-tax account. So then you got to factor in taxes. So emergency funds are, are huge to have. Um, income, like consistent income. What are your income sources? Do you have pensions? Even if it's small, even if it's $300 a month, you know, let's include that. Uh, Social Security, what kind of income you can create off of your investment. So it's no longer about nest egg. I've said it many times on here before. When you're in retirement, it's not about nest egg anymore. It's about income. What's coming in every month to make your life work? Uh, Long-term growth. Like you have to have, you, you can't, when you get to retirement, here's a problem with a lot of people is they get too conservative too quickly with their money meaning they want to push everything to fixed income type instruments, whether it's annuities, whether it's treasury bonds. Uh, you, you can't get too conservative too quick because you may be 67 years old and retire, but you still may live 25 years. That's a long-term time horizon. I mean, anything outside of five years is long-term for me. So you need to have some of that money have market exposure because that is the only way to have sustainable long-term growth and to keep up with inflation. But some people get way too conservative too quick. 8% bonds, 6% CDs, they're not around anymore. Will they come back? Who knows? But they're not around the foreseeable future. So again, I'm not telling you to take on too much risk that you're not comfortable with, but you do need to have some exposure that knows, okay, this bucket of money, I'm not going to use this for 10 years. Okay. It's going to ride a little bit of a roller coaster, but I'm probably going to be, you got a 97% chance of being better off 10 years later than you were when you first started. Uh, so long-term growth, big, big key of that. Um, healthcare, long-term care. You know, we, we mentioned this on the last episode. It was kind of my fourth, um, um, murky, you know, headline that was a part of that article, but healthcare costs, you have to, it has to be addressed, whether it's just simply talking about uh, Medicare, what Medicare plans you're going to uh, use. Um, does it include, are you going to have some type of long-term care policy or are you going to have some other account that's, okay, this is going to be my nursing care account if I do need it one day? You know, what is that? What's the solution to that? And just ignoring it is not a, a thing. That's not a part of a plan. You need to have that a part of your plan is is because there's going to be healthcare costs somewhere, somewhere in, in retirement. And then a legacy plan. And we, we deal with this as the longer I'm in this business, the more our client age starts to increase. Now, again, we're still in our lower 50s as far as average client age. So we don't have a ton of deaths. Uh, but again, none of us are guaranteed tomorrow, but we start to see um, we usually have a, a, a few per year and having a legacy plan of whether that's just your spouse, how is everything titled? 
Um, we're going through one right now with a client of mine and, and she's been very grateful of how much we've helped her. And so she wants to spread that to others. So we're talking about maybe doing a workshop for clients only where she's one of the presenters. I'll be up there with her talking, talking with her, but just little nuances. You just don't think about, um, how things are titled in your possessions now retirement accounts and investment accounts we make sure those are definitely titled properly beneficiary forms um, homeowners insurance i mean all sorts of stuff you got to think about but then how does it go beyond that spouse how does it go to your kids who's the executor do you have a will do you have a trust so many different things to think about but when you talk about five tool players in baseball uh, i was not one of those because I didn't hit, so you could take average, hitting for average and hitting for power out of the equation. I guess if I did those things, I wouldn't have been a converted pitcher. <laughs> um, I would have been a little bit uh, more more attractive as a, as a position player. But those five tools, emergency fund, income, you got to have growth in your portfolio to keep up with inflation, healthcare, and then some type of legacy plan. Very good. That's a, a great look at it. And, you know, some good, I think, principles from baseball that you can apply. Is there anything else? Maybe that you'd add in here, you can you can make the fourth force, uh, whatever you think best fits with your background. You know, you know it pretty well. Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of different paths I could have gone down here, but now that I'm a, a coach on my kids' teams, and I see how, and essentially, I'm a, a coach for my clients. That, that's a lot of our marketing. It has coaching in there. I mean, I'm a, technically a financial advisor, but I'm essentially uh, a, a financial coach for, for people. So I would say hiring a coach, um, and, and that's with any aspect of your life. You see people are more successful and they get to their goals quicker when they hire someone to help them with this stuff, whether it's a CPA to help you with your taxes and tax planning, whether it's an estate planning attorney, helping you with some of the things that, you know, legal zoom may not ask you uh, as you're, as you're doing a will online. Uh, again, I'm biased financial advisor. If, if you're, you know, younger and all you're doing is accumulating assets and investing and you like doing that. Okay. Maybe an advisor is not for you at your stage of life, but maybe down the road, uh, when you start having to unwind this stuff and come up with a plan, some people don't know, don't know where to start. So an advisor may not be a fit for you now, but maybe, maybe down the road. I mean, the, the gentleman who just passed away, one of our clients, I mean, he, I've said this before, but he said, it. he's like, I, I don't know how people don't do this stuff on their own and how they, not everyone has an advisor when they're going through this life ending and life changing events in their life. So yes, again, I'm biased, but same thing for people who hire a uh, a trainer, you know, they get results quicker, whether it's with their diet or their uh, weight training or cardio. People get there faster when they hire a coach. I hired a coach when I took over this firm. I, I hired a gentleman, Dan Capril, who helped me with this. And it's it's helped our business immensely that maybe I could have got to this point, but it probably would have taken a whole lot longer. So I would say hiring a coach because a coach can navigate the waters of this stuff. Uh, don't hire a, a, an advisor or a coach to quote unquote, beat the market. Uh, that's not where we create value. We're not going to, you know, beat the market every year to justify our fee. That's not, that's not how it works. There's so many different things to it. And if that's all you're trying to justify an advisor for, don't hire one. You'll, you'll end up firing them as soon as the market goes down. So it's not, it's not worth it. Um, so don't, don't do it. But if, if it's about a big picture and all the financial pieces of your financial life, that's where our coach will definitely come in and help you get there. 
Very good stuff. I, I love to hear the baseball comparisons. Um, it's right up your alley, and I know we kind of talk about it from time to time and make those comparisons, but it's good to kind of officially do a, an entire episode talking about baseball and retirement planning. But you can kind of see a lot of principles from baseball can apply to what you're doing for retirement. So, again, to have success, you want to make sure you're following these principles as well as others. But you can always schedule, again, your Retirement Coach 360 session online, Right now, just visit blackoakam.com. You'll also find other resources, the Retirement Calculator, Retirement Rescue Toolkit. All of our podcasts are there as well. But if you want to call Ryan directly, the best number for that is 470-508-0508. All right, we've got a couple of questions today to uh, finish out the show on. And again, we always encourage you to send in whatever questions you have, whatever's on your mind. We'll try to feature it here on the show. We got uh, the first one here from Claire in Stone Mountain. Claire says, my husband simply refuses to retire because he says he can't imagine life without a paycheck, but he's approaching 70 and I really think it's time for him to walk away. What can I do to convince him that he should retire? So this is pretty common thing. I mean, sometimes this is crippling for people that they don't have a earned income or a paycheck coming in. So a lot of times it's not that people can't retire because of a financial nest egg or for financial reasons, they're just gripped with fear that, Oh my gosh, my paychecks are going to stop. But that's where sitting down with an advisor and coming up with a plan first and to see this laid out that, okay, with now that he's approaching 70, Claire, I'm, I'm, and he's working full time. I, I could be wrong, but I'm assuming that, uh, he probably hasn't claimed Social Security. Maybe he has because there's no penalty to claim Social Security after full retirement age and still work. But I imagine he's still kicking it down the road and getting that 8% increase each year after his after his full retirement age. So that benefit's probably going to be pretty, pretty big. I mean, those, that's, that's not going to be chump change. And if he's waiting until 70, depends on what his earned income is his whole life, Claire. But I would bet you it's anywhere from three to $4,000 a month uh, that he would be getting in then that includes yours as well, Claire. But coming up with a plan when you actually see it laid out and you go, oh gosh, that can work. I, I see how that works. And then I still have money left at the end. And when we project that uh, income plan out to age, whatever the client wants to project it out to, usually I add a few years. If they say 90, I usually say 93 and say, okay, you know, no, none of us know when, but let's project this out further than maybe we anticipate. So I think he just needs to see it, Claire. I think he needs to see it laid out and, and know that what he saved and any pensions he may have or any Social Security that you guys have, that it's going to create an income that that's probably probably going to be more than enough um, without seeing your specific numbers. But I would say sit down with somebody, Claire. Thank you, Claire. If you want to sit down with Ryan again, blackoakam.com, you can schedule that Retirement Coach 360 session there. All right, one more from George in Montgomery, he says, I have all my retirement savings in one IRA. Should I move some of it somewhere else to be diversified? It's a good question. Uh, I get this uh, quite a bit. And being diversified doesn't mean over different custodians, uh, different, like, you know, it doesn't mean having one account at Vanguard, one at Fidelity, and one at Schwab. You can diversify within that one account. So you can pick different fund families. If you want to if you want to have a an account at Fidelity and have Vanguard and Schwab and T Rowe Price, I mean you can you can pick those. If it's an open architecture IRA or platform, which it should be, 
Um, you know, they're obviously going to push their own funds or their own portfolio. And I get it. That's, that's how they make money and that's okay. But if you have an advisor that you work with, um, just keep it all like we do that with our clients. We say, whether you work with us or somebody else, it needs to be with one person because you're going to get differences of opinions. You're going to get different ideas. You're not going to know who to believe. Um, but diversified comes in how you allocate your assets, not between different custodians. And George, I'll tell you, you know, I, I don't know if you're married or have kids or whoever's going to be the beneficiary of your stuff. It's a whole lot easier if it's at one place. Um, I, I've just seen accounts scattered all over the place and trying to track them down and, and you know, send death certificates to different entities. It's, it's a lot and it's a pain. Uh, so I would keep it at one and just diversify the investments inside the account, not the not different custodians. Very good. Thank you for that question, George. We do appreciate it. And we welcome all of your questions on the show. We'll try to feature it on a future podcast. So send them in to us via blackoakam.com. If you want to talk to Ryan directly, the best way to do that is 470-508-0508. So hopefully when this airs, you will have baseball probably on tonight. Hopefully, Brian, we'll see. But uh, in the meantime, we'll make the best of our situations financially and continue to take steps towards a secure future. Yeah, I hope so. I hope baseball's on. And uh, Ben, I, I got to be honest, this is the first episode I had to like sit here and watch the time because I knew <laughs> I would go off on baseball tangents. So I literally had a clock just sitting here like – keeping a timer going so I wouldn't get long-winded on this stuff. <laughs> well, you did a good job. You did a good job. You kept it uh, under our, our normal time frame, so perfect. Now, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Perfect Game Retirement. we got a new episode coming in a couple of weeks. Please make sure you subscribe to the show. helps us continue to grow. So for Ryan Ledden, I am Ben George. Take care, and we'll talk to you next time. The Perfect Game Retirement Podcast is brought to you by Black Oak Asset Management, serving the greater Atlanta area with offices in Alpharetta and Macon. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Ryan Ledden, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Securities and registered investment advisory services offered through Silver Oak Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC, Black Oak Asset Management, and Silver Oak Securities, Inc. are not affiliated.